Hey guys, and welcome back to the latest, i.e. the third installment of the Gameonomicon podcast, where uh, I, uh, Will Lentz, for any of you that don't already know that, um, where I'm going to be kind of chronicling my journey toward um, forming a game publishing company and actually getting a game out the door uh, via Kickstarter. We've already taken a look at a a little bit of an intro and some social media stuff, but this week I wanted to go ahead and bring a guest on. So instead of the the drive home from work sort of format, this is more of a rushed over the lunch hour uh, interview. Uh, My my cohort here is the the graphic designer on the the project, and we're both kind of scrambling to fit this sort of thing in uh, between and around and over and whatnot, real normal day jobs. So, um, Matt, why don't you introduce yourself and give the listeners just a little bit of uh, backstory about you? Hey, um, yeah, so I'm Matt. Um, I'm doing a little bit of work here for Will on his project for the graphic design elements. Um, I've been working in design for quite a few years now, um, print and digital. Uh, there's a lot of marketing work the last few years. Um, so I'm thinking this is going to be a really good chance um, to work in the industry that I enjoy so much and um, hoping to get to apply some of the skills I've learned um, in the print industry to hopefully help out here where I can. Well, uh, a couple little interesting tidbits for uh, listeners that, that Matt unfortunately left out. Uh, one I think is uh, kind of fun in that uh, we've been friends since, uh, geez, about seventh grade now, right? Yeah, yeah, since since the 90s. Yeah, yeah, since the 90s. So that puts uh, that in perspective for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I feel old. We are old. So. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yes. You're really helping perk this up for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but aside from, from that, you You've been working uh, in this field for, for quite a while, uh, went to school for it, uh, and have been doing it uh, consistently since uh, since college graduation, right? Yep, yep. Okay, nice. Um, and I know you are uh, definitely a, a bit of a gamer yourself, and uh, you and your wife play uh, a solid bit. So why don't you tell uh, listeners a little bit about how long you've been into that sort of thing and uh, kind of what sort of stuff you enjoy. Yeah, uh, definitely. So um, I've always played quite a few games, um, probably starting, you know, with magic in junior high. Um, Certainly uh, probably stuck with that for a while. And then as you all know, um, another friend of ours um, got me into um, a variant of risk. I think it was risk 2210. I don't yes, know if I'm getting the numbers right there, yeah. but we played a lot of that. Um, and over the years, kind of, it's shifted a little bit away from that. But I'm definitely big into two-player games. Um, my wife and I play quite a few. We're still in the middle of our pandemic legacy uh, game. Um, I think we're in September now. But a lot of um, a lot of two-player games. Um, really, I like anything with... Um, I like games with a good amount of luck. I don't know if that puts me in the majority or the minority, but um, I like a good amount of luck. I like deduction games. 
I love social party games, um, Two Rooms in a Boom, uh, Monikers, um, Werewolf, of course. Um, but also, um, you know, the bigger, more in-depth games as well, whenever I get a chance to play them, which doesn't seem like it's as often as I would like. <clears throat> Man, I hear you there on not being able to play uh, as often as I would like, particularly since uh, several of the games that I enjoy the most generally need, um, let's just say, a, a larger number of players. You know, <laughs> some of the social yeah. stuff, like you mentioned, like Werewolf, Battlestar. Heck, I've been itching to play Twilight Imperium again. Yeah, me too. Well, I've never played it. I've never had the chance. It's just too, too, too much time, and I haven't been able to make it happen. Oh, man. One of us is going to have to pick up a copy so we can try that soon. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, let's let's turn this uh, a little more focused. Of course, we're still keeping these episodes fairly short for you listeners. Just kind of a peek behind the curtain here as we go. Um, so Matt is the, the first other person that I brought on board here to the project. Uh, I kind of talked through some stuff with him and uh, got to work on what I felt was one of the primary things uh, that we needed aside from, of course, you know, legal filings to start in on uh, the project so that we could kind of utilize some of uh, the social media and, you know, have an album image for the podcast and all that sort of thing. So uh, I turned him on to some, some logo design for us and he created something I'm very happy with. But uh, I think listeners might enjoy a, a little bit of info on how you uh, approach a project like that, Matt. Yeah, I'd be glad to give it a shot. I don't um, know how interesting it'll be, but I'll try to keep it brief. Uh, generally, um, I start on paper um, and I just try to get as many ideas out as possible over the period of a few days. I usually set a goal um, for a certain number of sketches. Um, usually, this is just what works for me. Um, usually that helps me get the easiest, the quickest ideas out of my brain the fastest. So then I can try to find something that's maybe a little bit different. Uh, then I'll develop those sketches, maybe pick my top five to develop a little further on paper um, before I start taking them um, into Illustrator and, and, and drawing them out. Um, this one was a little different because I had some information from you, um, a few examples of logos that maybe you liked some elements of those um, and some general information about the, the source material as well. Um, but I would say a lot of times um, working with clients, they have in their mind a really clear picture of what they want, but maybe they don't have the experience or vocabulary to really communicate that to a designer. Um, so I think probably um, your experience in working on a lot of different projects and stuff, I think you were able to pretty easily communicate what you wanted. Um, and so I felt comfortable taking, uh, narrowing it down to one design uh, that I ended up presenting to you. And um, we kind of just made some tweaks from there, I guess. A few rounds of revisions, worked a little bit on the color um, until we got something that was um, solid enough to be able to post out. Um, hopefully, you know, we can land on some colors. I know we're using a certain uh, range of colors for your logo right now, but we might be able to just change that out a little bit as we go. You know, it could vary based on packaging or really just any changes you might see there. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that kind of being 
tweet to match kind of the color scheme on some some art, uh, say on the box and, and that sort of thing. Um, but I have to say, I was really very happy with uh, the design you came back with. You're right; it was it was a pretty, um, at least in, in my imagining, uh, minor um, amount and like depth of revisions uh, that I wound up requesting from you. I don't know; you have more experience. Uh, on that side, obviously, was it pretty easy on the revision side? Yeah, uh, much, much, much lower, uh, much lower level of revisions than usual. I would say that. Yeah, it was very easy. One other thing I was kind of curious about when, whenever you're starting a, a project uh, like this out, you know, you mentioned kind of sketching things on on paper and kind of trying to re- pick out a certain you know number of those to advance to some some more detailed sketches and, and so on. So like rough numbers, like how many designs are you talking about um, sketching out here? I probably, as far as like really rough thumbnails at the beginning, I'd probably say it was between 30 and 40, just like really rough, like basic ideas, not very little detail at all. And probably I advanced five of them past that to adding a little bit more detail. And um, took, ended up taking one of those further to add the most detail. And that's the one that you saw. I did a few uh, versions digital only. Um, but I, I find that when I'm starting digital, I end up just designing something that I like that really fits more, my um, style a bit more, which doesn't necessarily apply to clients. So um, I rejected all of those without spending too much time on them. And generally, um, my experience is um, I'm kind of, changed a little bit over the last couple of years i'm trying to provide fewer options to clients um and this might be kind of selfish but i just find that if i provide if i if if i have an artificial number like say i want to give them three to choose from inevitably it feels like they pick my least favorite one so um, (laughs) i'm just trying i'm just trying to do a little bit of that work beforehand and just present the best option that i have um, just oh, to, so normally now you only present uh, one option to folks in the end and only go to some totally different stuff if they just say, uh, we hate it. Yeah, yeah. And it depends on the client. You know, some people um, want to see more work. It really just depends person to person. But if if the client's comfortable with that, I think that that's a good, uh, um, a good way to work. And um I don't want to sound like I think that people don't know, you know, don't have a good sense of what they like and don't like. I, I just feel that sometimes maybe you can get a little bit clearer finished product uh, by sticking with that instead of showing a wide range. A lot of times that can lead to, oh, can we take um, this part from option A, this part from option B? And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it can have, um, can muddy the waters a little bit. Right. Almost, almost a logo version of, of, in-game analysis paralysis like yeah too many options i want i want this bit and this bit and this bit and i can't quite uh decide between them yeah that's absolutely correct cool well um matt thank you for joining us i think we are out of time for this brief snapshot but I think the listeners will very much be interested uh, in hearing from you again. A uh, little bit of a teaser for folks. Matt went ahead and uh, sent over some initial uh, card front templates uh, to me last night. 
that I'm awfully excited about. Uh, I think we'll be hitting some other things in upcoming episodes before we run back around to that, but I am certain we will have Matt on again. All right. Well, thanks for having me.